Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Purposefully further away from you. Have you? Yeah, I feel right. like I'm Well, not... I won't set up the chairs again then if there's oh. going to be a problem. No, Christ, you try problem. and help. Honestly. How are you today, dear? I see you're in-law. Well, uh, in-laws. In-laws? How? Nearly what? in-laws. What is that? I don't know what the terminology is. The My future son-in-law's parents are in the audience. Right, okay. Now, for the people listening at home, we have two future in-laws of JoJo's. Yes. We have Lenka who's not paid enough to get Yeezys, and I'll deal with your employer later, Lenka, because <laughs> I think that's a disgrace. And we've got two of our guests. Yeah. When, another one who was yes. late mm-hmm. for... I mean, he'd be as well being dead because he should be called the late Patrick Monaghan. He should be called the late he Patrick Monaghan. He just has Morgan. no respect for society no. or other people or, or anything. And do you know what? Even the payoff's not that bad. Actually, I'm not allowing him on. There, I've said oh, it. Oh, right, yeah, okay. No, We've boycotted him. Patrick Monaghan and we haven't even oh, started the show. And I love that. As, and I, Well, no, we do want him on because I have a, an inside story, an inside scoop on Patrick Monaghan. So. Uh, well, he was there the night the transport police tried to jail me. Oh, really? Yeah, so, you know, is your scoop as good as that? No, no I didn't think so. Yeah. And he's still pulled from the show. I hate him. Has he? He's not pulled from the show. Yeah, oh, you've pulled, pulled you've pulled, pulled him. Pulled Sorry. Him. How are you at the beginning of the week? Are I'm, you okay? You're I'm looking right. well. You I'm seem looking fresh. Very you well feel breezy. Fresh, good. Yes. Well slept, well fed, well read. Well, absolutely, because you read your bag from Greg's that said this is the cheese and onion pasty you're yeah. about to consume. So, yeah, you're, you're technically Gillian McKeith, Nigella Lawson, <laughs> and Rick Stein, and Ina. Do you guys know Ina Vagina, Ina Garten, the barefoot Contessa? That lives, so it's a fat woman, because it's always fat women with me. She lives in the Hamptons with Jeffrey, her husband, and we all know what Jeffrey likes oh. cock. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Ina's hysterical, because she always goes with that, mmm, I'm going to put a cup of half and half in that, and then some Parmesan, and then some real butter. How good is that? And you're like, Ina, why aren't you dead? I hate it when people can't pronounce things properly. It really irritates Really, me. yes. Yeah. I hate when people say unprecedented, when oh. it's unprecedented. <laughs> That's Disgusting, yeah. not naming names. No, it's a, no, it's just a habit that people get into. That it's very bad, isn't it? I mean, it? it's the old tomato, tomato, but... 
not as bad as that. Well, worse than that. Sorry. Well, indeed, indeed, indeed. Because English is your juice. baby. You're drinking orange juice, so I hope it stays in for the next 50 minutes. <laughs> That's why I wouldn't drink orange juice in a live performance environment for fear of it shuttling out on a toboggan run. A projectile vomit. I suppose all that hideous pastry and snot-type cheese filling will hold it for a while. Yes, it'll, it'll anchor it yes, down. Yes, it will anchor it. It's a bit like the cuisine equivalent of a Dutch cap. <laughs> Nothing's coming out. Nothing's going, going in. in. <laughs> I know. That's no, no, no. Are we looking for love this week? Oh, if it turns up, yeah, if it 100%. Turns up, yeah. yeah. If, it, if it turns up and can stay hard, you'll jump on it. <laughs> Although, it, unless it's got its own room, I can't be arsed taking it back to South Queensbury, so... Oh. You're not listening to this, so you oh, have to remember to use it. You don't... <laughs> oh, you oh, actually no. mean a room? I thought you meant cut or uncut. Okay, we'll move on. I oh, thought... Right. We'll deal with that later. What? We'll deal with that later. She, she just... She doesn't think. I don't that's think. The thing. This is the problem sometimes when my brain's not functioning. Now, that seems to have been a theme yes. since Thursday, since we've begun a non-functioning brain. Do you know what I think it is? It's because I'm on stage every day talking about growing older. I think I'm actually... I'm do you think giving it's it, I'm giving old age to myself. So you think it's a self-fulfilling prophecy? Yes. You've technically licked the envelope of destiny. Uh, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. I, uh, I keep talking about onset of dementia, and I think I've given them. I think it's catching. Oh, I think I've caught dementia. Uh, very <laughs> briefly, I'm going back to another show. How was Alistair Barry in the car <laughs> on... Uh, <laughs> On Saturday. I saw him last night and told him we talked about him and said we were going to call him the Alistair Barry podcast. Should we get him on? Oh, absolutely. Oh. We should get him on, 100%. And then he immediately said, was Bruce being rude about me? And I went, of no. course not. No. Right. So okay. rude. So rude, well, that's so rude. good then. That's good. Now, shall we have some guests? Yes, absolutely. Yes. We've got a transatlantic vibe today. I'm very well, excited. Well, I overheard that they already know each other and they met in either Nashville or in New York. I know. It's One like the, the Taylor Swift fan club, Isn't the Swifties. It? Yeah. On acid. And Taylor's in a lot of trouble because she keeps getting a plane um, from her house to like the American equivalent of the little. She's oh, going to the Whole Foods. <gasps> yeah, but she's only on the plane for like 12 minutes. I'd love that what amount of I money. I would. I, yeah. And I would, I would oh, do so that. Would I, I'd get a chopper from Granton Harbour mm. to the Granton Little, and I'd demand everyone was flushed out so I could buy their deluxe piccolo tomatoes. You won't necessarily know South Queensbury where I live. Well, you do. So I used to live just under the bridge. It's kind of like the Hamptons if it had gone through nuclear war. <laughs> But I used to live under the bridge. As what? A troll. <laughs> no, a troll <laughs> under the bridge. Clop. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the high street bit was the Billy closed. muff. I used to drive up to the road close sign and Pissed. then park there and then, no, <laughs> and then go uh, to the shops because I couldn't be arse walking. I'd, uh, yeah, I'd drive. Why were you living jobs. under the bridge? Were you in a house? You weren't like that woman who was in the field. No, I no. wasn't. No, right. it, was, it was a house that was built under the bridge. It was a house under the bridge. Was that not noisy with locomotives? Very. Very noisy. But indeed. one of those things, actually, strangely, like aeroplanes, if you live in places like that, you, you suddenly don't notice, don't notice it, it after no. a while. No, especially so, yeah. when at that period, I presume you'd given up on life and you were just going through oh, the motions. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 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 Three children under five and no hope. Oh, wow. Right, we'll move on. Let's have our first guest. It's just, I don't want to fall asleep just yet. <laughs> Sam Morrison, can we invite you up? Give him a round of applause. Hello, Sam. I'm enjoying your blouse. Hello, Sam. Lovely to meet you. Hi. This is a first for me. And another of our guests that have chosen to wear ochre. 
There's oh. been three people, a rapacious author, mm-hmm. half of Norris and Parker, she had on ochre culottes, and you're wearing this, it's almost a braille blouse, because there's, there's texture, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Do, do the oh, let me make, feel oh, you. It's the blouse of monkeypox. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm off for my vaccine later. Oh, oh my <laughs> God, when does life become art? How fabulous. And you're very hairy um, as well. Yes, enjoying it all. How are you, Sammy? Mm. All all right? <laughs> Clearly not. I don't know what we. <laughs> it's just. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you knew what to expect. I say expect nothing, Sam. Just yeah. yeah just talk. Yeah. <laughs> just reply. Well, I'm trying. How are you? <laughs> How are you? I am overwhelmed. How are really? you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way quite yeah. a lot. Where did the monkeypox blouse come from? Well, I was at the Dick Dock in Provincetown. Ah. And now I got it. Ah. Uh, Oh, I got it at a clothing swap. Do you know what one of those are? Yeah. No, she do. does, because she's below the bread line. Yeah, I love a clothing swap. Under the bridge, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where they happen. Yeah. Um, no, a bunch of people bring their old clothes together, and then we swap them. And this one was fantastic, because it was 500 women in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and there weren't any men allowed. But then I came in and was like, hey, can I come? And they were like, yeah, 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 that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I came in and took all their old clothes. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Is so this anything? is another comedian's. I don't know who, but oh, probably oh. Oh, I someone with monkey box. What does the look like? What does the look like? Which comedian? Yeah, I'm going to try and identify the comedian. Perfect. This is good for a podcast. Absolutely. Mm. It's all It's all to make people think Yeah. and try and encourage them to come, come in. Come and watch, yes. Because as you can see, they're all at home flicking their beans. No, so. this is, <laughs> is that your audience? Just lonely, masturbatory people? I think, but well, there's a lot of people due to the cost of living crisis who are living on delusion and masturbation alone. <laughs> and not even a cup of noodles. <laughs> Apparently everyone's gone back to cash because of the cost of living crisis and so that they can keep an eye on the pennies that they're spending. Goodness, that was left field, wasn't it? It's informative sometimes, this podcast. Are, are, are you packing cash on this, tra- this trip? That sounds like something it someone would ask me on Grindr really or something, right? Are you packing cash? Packing. No, I'm a bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, do have, I do have cash. You and do I just found cash. out it's outdated, actually. Outdated cash? Yeah, I tried to use it. And then they were like, we don't use it anymore. Because I had it from 2019. Because I'm so responsible. And don't have undiagnosed ADHD dad. So I, <laughs> I, have my, I had that money. And then I kept it for three years. And I brought it back. And they were like, it's no longer welcome. Thanks. Is that because it's paper and not plastic? I think so. I mean, and you would is- know. This is the other interesting thing. Sorry, mm. I'm just thinking of things today. You know how we're trying to get rid of plastic. Why are we making notes out of plastic now instead of paper? Mm. Surely paper was more biodegradable than plastic. Let's wow. save climate change tonight. <laughs> My God, you know, I know Greta, and I have her on speed dial, because uh, I had to shield her from something today. It was a paper straw in a plastic bag. She was going off her head. I said, Greta, just calm down blah, 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 and then she fell back asleep. Um, I mean, I do, I do believe that her, her, her aims are admirable, but I just think, oh, hen, why don't you have a fucking life? Seriously. Well, I'm sure she gets tons of pussy. Do you? Do oh, you think you she's think into she's that? she's a lesbian. Was that a weird thing to say? No. no. We can edit that out, oh, right? No, we can't. If you don't want to, if you don't want don't to broadcast, ju- don't say it. Go straight out. No, do you know, we don't edit anything, mate. 
Do nothing, you not? sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's the best fun. No, so this is worth m ruining my career. Uh, absolutely, one hundred percent. This is such a joy. This is why we we, we do it. Yeah, <laughs> just to bring everybody down because we're bitter. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, you might be. <laughs> no, I've decided to become a serious journalist now. That's why I'm asking intelligent <laughs> intelligent observations. Sorry, can I just go back to Greta and what she likes to dine on? Um, <laughs> I didn't necessarily get a lesbian vibe. I found it to be very asexual. No comment? Oh, look, don't look at... The bear is hardly a fucking bastion of morality mm. at the door, so don't look at him as What'd though you... What'd you call him? The bear. Mm. Like gay bears. Mm. Well, are you blind? What the fuck do you think that is? <laughs> well, it's just weird. It's like me pointing at someone else and being like, uh, the tall gay comedian. Oh, he didn't turn up. He must be late. Lenka, can you put in a call? <laughs> I think that's our last guest. Only joking, Lenka. You have to relax. <laughs> She's very upset because she can't get the right shoes. Now, you discuss daddy issues. Your show's called Daddy Issues. Yeah. Why do you have them? No, no, no. Sorry. This show's not called Daddy Issues. Is it <laughs> not? You, you, you discuss daddy issues in the show? No. You don't? No. Nathan, you're Nathan. fired. Nathan! The, Nathan's fa fired. the, the fucking bear. <laughs> The fucking oh, well, bear. Hey, the would you not identify as a bear? That's what I was trying to get at earlier. Um, no. Okay. No, it seems too easy. I won't mm. do it. Me neither. No, I'm a Greta <laughs> sympathizer. <laughs> so, Sam, if you don't have a show about daddy's issues and it's not called daddy issues, who's... Oh, right. Well, who's so the there was daddy in the thing. Thank you. Thank you. My God, it's a Monday. Sam, you're being very provoking. Sugar daddy. <laughs> do you have a sugar daddy? No. 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 Do you know why? Because a sugar daddy wouldn't have let you out in that monkeypox blouse. No. <laughs> he would have said, fucking behave. I get so many compliments on this. It's, just, it's a nice color. The woman told me she got it for $3. <laughs> oh, wow, you're really you, interested. You just swapped it. Yes, absolutely. But you just swapped it, so you got it for nothing. Uh-huh, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, you're the winner. I am the um, winner. Oh, no, so yes, sugar, sugar, sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Sugar daddy. Do you yeah, want so one? Do you show? have one? No, I don't have one. I don't want one. It's a God. The problem with this fucking show title, I've been. Because you're like, misleading fired. people, Sam. It's you're so misleading bad people. Because I'm misleading people. Yeah. Everyone comes and is like, oh, I want to see a show about a sugar daddy. And it's like, no, it's actually a pun in the show based off because I have type 1 diabetes and then my partner died. And then so it kind of connects the two things. And they're like, okay, I'm going to go. Thank you so much for attempting to talk to me about it. But no, Oh, it's, wow. How did your partner die? <laughs> Let's get into that. Yeah. Uh, COVID. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. No. Don't. No. No. What are we? I can ask questions. I'm not a lunatic. Jesus Christ. Um. So, how old was he, and what happened? Uh, he got COVID. He was 52. Oh. So he was a sugar daddy. No, he was not a sugar daddy. All right, we okay. were very much in love. Oh. Yeah. You can be in love with a sugar daddy. So he wasn't a sugar wasn't daddy, a we've had that daddy. three times now. So Sam, anyway, Dr. Martins, nice. Are they comfortable? What's happening? <laughs> Is this a trap? No, 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 it's not a no, trap. Not so anyway, you talk of the death of your partner. Yeah, I do. And he succumbed to COVID. Were there any underlying health conditions or any of that kind of stuff? Nope, no. Just gone from that. And how recent was that? Uh, February 2021. Wow. Yeah. And why did you decide to do that in a show? Because obviously that's incredibly personal. Yeah. Um, and not everyone would do it. And it's totally up to the individual. But do you not find that? I have a friend 
who does a collection for her sister that passed. Mm. Um, and every night they're raising money for cancer and all this kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And although I think that that's great, I just I just wondered about the healing process because mm. I'm not saying that you have to forget about people or anything like that, but it's to kind of compartmentalise it. Mm. So if you're living through that again for 27 nights, for argument's sake... Yeah, no, it's like... You I, don't find it like it's that. Not, it's not about his death. It's not a sad show. It's, a, it's I get to talk about Jonathan and I get to share Jonathan with people. Nice. And that honestly is precious for me. I love doing that. And I, I also, like, I tried doing other comedy, and it just felt crazy. Like, okay. you know, you're, no, 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 you, like, write what you think about, yeah. right? And you talk about what you think about. And what you're going through in that situation, it, you know, yeah. if you ignore it, then you're, exactly. you're, be, you're lying I mean, to yourself. Well, something like that is so all-encompassing, yeah. that if you go up there and just talk about, I don't know, how annoying tops are, then mm. it's like, it's, it's not going to... It's, it was. It just felt insane for me. And well, I, did, I did that for a long time, by the way. I only started doing this kind of material like six or seven months ago. Oh, wow. And then then my favorite word, which is disingenuous, it would feel disingenuous if you went on stage and didn't talk about him because it's been yeah. such Why a huge thing. Why is that your favorite thing. word? Because, because so many people <laughs> are... I am. <laughs> no, because so many people are disingenuous. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it frustrates, frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah. The people don't actually open up and talk about and, and see what they actually mean and they you know so yeah i think it's right i think it's better comedy as well yeah, if you're talking about in the moment do you know what i mean we live in the moment and we kind of repackage it and present it back out again yeah exactly and it can be very powerful and very cathartic it absolutely is i mean it has helped me so much mm -hmm. uh, being able to talk about it on stage because i'm not a, as good at talking about it off stage but i could really do it on stage because you know and the sugar, so did you say you were diabetic? Mm. Are you type 1, type 2? Type, type 1. So, so <gasps> what, so what yes. age were no. you? Because my best friend, actually, who's sadly no longer here, was type 1 and was diagnosed in when she was 13 and had diabetes for well over 50 years, yeah. which is quite extraordinary to have it for that length of time. Yeah. So it, how old were you when you found out you had it? I got it almost exactly a year ago. Wow. I know, so I was 26. And I got, it's usually people are diagnosed when they're younger, but a lot of people mm -hmm. get diagnosed in their 20s. Yeah. And it's, I think technically there's a term, like late onset juvenile diabetes, but mm. um, yeah, I got diabetes. And that's also so funny, you know? Well, the Sugar Sisters, they had diabetes, that's didn't they? That's correct, yeah. yeah and do you have one of those things on your arm now that you can... Oh, yeah. yeah. I got one of the things in my yeah, arm. Yeah. I got another one on my back. Oh, okay. I got the glucose monitor and the pump, motherfucker. It's, it's yeah. like you are cupping. I know. Like I'm what? Cupping. You know cupping when people who? get all the no, 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 no. You know Gwyneth Paltrow gets cupping. I don't think anyone cups oh, her. Oh, because, oh, sure. No, because I think like her candle, her hoo ha could go up at any given moment. But so you've got one of those permanent <laughs> polo mints on. Yes, permanent polo mints. Yes. Although I'm very good if I see, I know I can recognise someone having oh, a high. Oh, drink your juice, Shelby. <laughs> yeah, no, take a Lucas Aid or have a little Snickers if you're having a hypo. I know what to do. Exactly, oh, yeah. having a hypo. Uh, Girl, you know. I do know, sister. Oh my God, see, the mm -hmm. funny thing is, is when type one diabetics get together, it's a fucking party. Mm. Like, there are no fans I have that are as rabid as type one. I've been doing, like, vulnerable queer com comedy for, like, five years now, but now I see a type one diabetic in the crowd. They're like, what brand of insulin do you have? Tell me everything. <laughs> They're so excited. Yeah, is it a bonding thing? Is it a what? A bonding experience. It's very bonding. Very bonding. It's very affirming. Very bonding. Where do you have to watch your alcohol intake? Oh yeah. 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 And the yeah, times alcohol that you eat. makes you go low. 
So now what I have to do is I just have to eat, have very sugary drinks. Oh no. Ah, a sugary yeah. mixer. A sugary mixer, apple cider, anything. Oh wow. Mm. Nine bottles of wine. There's a lot of sugar in that. A lot of sugar in wine. Yeah. Basically just can't have vodka ta- soda. Oh well. Yeah. That's fair enough. You're not missing anything. Get no. into gin. <laughs> it's so much nicer. <laughs> yeah. Is this your first Edinburgh? No, I did it in twenty nineteen with a show called Hello Daddy. Oh, yeah. oh this is very similar. Oh, That's only a, five no, years late with the research. I don't have daddy issues. Where did you get daddy issues? Well, clearly you do, because you keep putting daddy in the title. No, I don't. <laughs> That's the point. Is I fuck older guys. I'm attracted to gray hairs and big bellies, and it's not about my fucking dad. Um. Oh. I know. Did you see how defensive I got? Oh. Yeah. Girl, you I have to we... relax. <laughs> <laughs> I think Shall there's I a bitch? lot to unpack here. Oh, of course. I Two think... solo shows worth of material, I think in fact. we're denying daddy issues. I think that is the root of the problem here. Great. Let's get into it right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Dr. Ruth is, is your, in session. Is your father still alive? Yeah. Good. No further questions. <laughs> no further questions. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, look, he's flashing as I can't bear it. Yeah, that I'm was the gayest little some. flash I've ever seen. Well, I barely have a question, man. <laughs> I barely started on him. <laughs> oh, I don't God. think he wants you to start on him, in all yeah. honesty. If you have another sensible question, ask him. No. You don't. Right, okay. I did have a sen- No, I don't. No, I did. Where is your show on? At Gilded Balloon at 6.20. Okay, which room? Balcony room. Balcony, in, it's Gilded nice. Balloon, the Teviot. The yes. Teviot. Teviot? I'm there as well. Because you're there as I'm well. I'm in the sportsman's. Oh. So yeah. She's near the what gents' toilets. Quarter to five. Oh, so oh. I'll see you as I get out of my show one of these Certainly. days. Absolutely. I'll be in the bar. Always. I'm sure we have the... Are you also going for <laughs> daddy bears and type 1 diabetics? Oh, I'm going for because anything we are that competing. moves at the moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she actually just wants set on fire and pumped. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I want set on fire? Well, just to save you having to go out for a cigarette all the time. You just set fire oh, to yourself true. and inhale. I've yeah. said that in two days on the trot now and I stand by it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be, actually, are you here until the end of the month? Yeah, oh it's yeah. It's just Bear Scots is going to be on. No, when's that? What is that? That's a load already. of bears in one room. When? Uh, the 29th <laughs> oh, of August. Oh, fuck the 29th? It's the 29th. I fly out at like 6 a.m. the next morning. Are you playing me off? Yeah. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> This you is who got my title wrong? Oh, she got <laughs> everything wrong. Do you know something? Do not have sex with her. No. <laughs> That's her punishment. Oh, no. Sam, thank you That's so like much. Give me a round of applause. Thank you for having me. Thank you what so a lovely. Much. Borderline traumatizing. <laughs> <talk>. <laughs> Oh, lovely. lovely. Well, lovely, that's lovely. a nice lovely. review, isn't it? A borderline traumatization. <laughs> I don't think that's what we're really going for, Jojo. I think we'll discuss this in the, the meeting post-show about technique. Now, are we ready for our next guest? Oh, we certainly are, indeed. Now, I can't pronounce her surname, so I'm not going to insult her, but it's Anya. I want a huge round of applause. Yay! There we go. Come on, dear. Hello. Hugging her way to the stage. Hello, darling. <sighs> We meet. I think he did that as a protest. I think it was. I think it was a dirty protest, (laughs) extending the, extending the thing. A standing taller. How how do you pronounce your surname? Because I hate when people get mine wrong, so I didn't attempt to pronounce it. No, it's okay. Aliyah Kanani. Nani. Kanani. Kanani. Oh, like cannoli. I'm so happy you said that. Not the other word it rhymes with. (laughs) 
Well, I'm dyslexic, so I go for things I recognise. <laughs> Don't fucking judge me, bitch, because you'll cry. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Are How you are all you? right? Because yeah. we've, be, we've been talking about salsa, 4 a.m. leftover reheats. Mm-hmm. So much. Um, lovely stuff. So are you much. enjoying Edinburgh? I'm loving Edinburgh. Yes. I'm loving it. This is such a... Everybody's so friendly And here. this is your first one, isn't it? Yes, yeah, my very first time here. Oh, no, everybody is very friendly to your face. It's behind your back. No, you that's what I... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the perfect thing. I'm the same way, so I feel right at home. <laughs> no, no people great. are. It's, it's great. Yeah. Did you know what to expect? What, what was your kind of expectations of what Edinburgh would uh, be like you know what honestly i was kind of just coming in very open-minded everybody i've ever met from scotland has been really friendly but i've always been very hesitant to like judge a country based on the people mm-hmm. that you meet on your travels because they don't necessarily like represent the mm-hmm. the place they represent what travelers are like yes no you know absolutely I mean? and some of the travelers that we send abroad are quite unpleasant <laughs> Honest. Well, I mean, the ones that I run into were always just so, so, so friendly. So I was like, okay, I think this is going to go well, you know, especially because I've always been sort of inclined to the, the, the humor and the sensibilities of, of, of folks from, mm-hmm. you know, the UK as well. So mm-hmm. I, I, thought, I thought it would be a good match and so far so good. Yeah, yeah. Are you one of these Americans that clearly has some weird history to the 13th century in Bannockburn and all that kind of stuff. You know when you go into like McDonald's in Times Square and you say to the server, can I have a double quarter pounder with cheese? And they go, I'm from Scotland as well. And you think, right, okay, that's fine. Can I just have my fries and can I go? Um, are you one of these people that feel, because that does happen, Sorry, doesn't it? Sorry, what was the question? You, you, you've only to fucking break wind in tartan and suddenly they're third cousin, fourth removed. And somebody will say, if you're from Scotland, I mean, it is literally that, oh, do you know, do well, you know Jean that lives in Brody Ferry? That'll be and it. I do, actually. I do know Jean. And she makes a killer tikka masala. She really does. She's famed for it. She's a swinger. Now, it's interesting we're talking about identity because your show is called Where Are You From From? Yeah. Now, I had never heard that. I was doing a radio show with a broadcaster called Shireen Nanjiani, mm. who is Kumar Nanjiani's cousin. cousin. Is his name Kumar? Who's the actor? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Kumar. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, who yeah. I mean? He's a Marvel uh-huh. guy, I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, Shireen was very groundbreaking in this country because she was the first woman of colour that was an anchor for news. And I remember it was something to do with someone had asked whoever the, the macker, which is the poet laureate, um, who happened to be a woman of colour but spoke with a Scottish accent. And if I was speaking to her, I would have said, so where are you from, meaning which part of Glasgow are you from? But what they meant was, where are you from, in as much as you're not indigenous to the Pollock Shaws Road, which I think is outrageous, (laughs) by the way, um, because having rolled around the Pollock Shaws Road, anyone is indigenous to the Pollock Shaws Road. I took magic mushrooms and shat myself, but more of that later. Well, actually, that's the story. But... Uh, Do you get that a lot? You can't be American, you have to be from somewhere else? Because I just think that's ridiculous. I mean, I do, uh, but I'm not American. I live in Canada. Canada, (laughs) right. Well, God, that's even worse, isn't it? (laughs) So that's the worst. You You know what I mean, though. Sam's gone, but I'll tell you, they're terrible. Oh, Sam. I think Sam's booked in for therapy. (laughs) (laughs) With me. I think we unveiled some issues right there. You know, honestly, when you were were so convincing, I'm like, maybe I have daddy issues, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing, you know what I really wanted to ask him, right? And I'm might tweet him if he is a, if he's 26 and he's attracted to 52 year olds mm-hmm. who's he pumping when he's 52 yeah oh yeah oh, oh that's deep question. isn't it yeah lube up for that one do you <laughs> yeah. see what i mean though i just love pumping as a verb oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> who are you pumping <laughs> 
Have you been pumped? I'm going to ask people from now on. But interestingly, that expression, where are you from, I, I think it is particularly Scottish that Scottish people always, you know, yeah. if I'm, if I'm um, comparing it again, I'll always go, oh, what's your name, where are you from? Yeah. And it's, yeah, but never ever crosses my mind that it would mean the, the, from the another from country. From. Well, Just like, where, literally, where are you living now? Yeah, where are totally, you from? Where totally. is now? The totally. gutter. Yes. yes. <laughs> or under the bridge. Mm. <laughs> Look at you uh, with a callback. Hey, no big deal. No, thank you. I thank don't care you. where she's from. She's funny. <laughs> <laughs> she can stay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, no, I, you know what? Here's the thing is I've moved around my whole life. So the where you're from story mm. uh, is, is, is something that's kind of traveled with me. You know what I mean? I changed 10 schools growing up. I moved a ton. And then after that, I was a flight attendant. So I was constantly in like <gasps> other countries and traveling. I can and see yeah. her as a flight attendant. Have can't you, you watched really the flight good. attendant? No, I haven't. Oh my God. I know. People I'm coming round. <laughs> You'll really enjoy it watching yeah. it with me. It's okay. fabulous. Okay. Yes. I'm ready. I'll bring the salsa. Oh, do. We can talk about that in a moment. She chops her own tomatoes. <laughs> oh. So anyway, you were flight attendant for which, which airline? Uh, so I was flying for Air Canada. Uh-huh. And I was doing that for over a decade. Um, so and I and so that's the thing. Like I've just I've always been like a very displaced human. Like I'm never I never am where I belong. Mm -hmm. And so I get the where you from questions all the time. But it's really just quite funny for me because it's like it just depends on where I am, what people expect as the answer. You know, like ah. I can say Canada when I'm abroad, but when I'm in Canada, I can't say Canada because now they want to know where mm, like my background from, from. is from you uh -huh, know what i mean uh -huh. and the from from and it's people ask from but i hear the implied from from okay you know and that's a sort of you and know it's not but partly it's your own kind of um because it's happened so often that you immediately go to that yeah yeah so is it partly uh, that somebody might not mean that at all but you automatically uh, assume possibly as well you know but i mean and i talk about this in my show i've never it's not that i mind the question you know and i've never minded the question it's just it's such a complicated question to ask uh, answer yeah in my case firstly and secondly it's literally the question I've been asked the most in my life if you take all yeah. the questions I've ever been asked and put them in a you know what I mean on one end and then put the where you froms on the other so I talk about this in my show about how I I just I used to get so bored mm. you know getting asked that question all the time that I used to just make up answers <laughs> And that's kind of and how I got yourself with things that yes. and entertain myself. Yeah. And so it was like it was by accident that I kind of just became a storyteller just out of mm. your boredom with like this imagination of a little girl who was like tired of answering the same questions over and over again. I'm going to go very deep again. I think as a comedian as well, is it not that thing? We feel like outsiders, but we also feel that we never belong somewhere. Totally, totally. So. You know what, Jojo, like this is going to be real cheesy, but I wrote this show trying to talk about like this idea of my identity and how it's very complicated and you know like how maybe we're not all made up of like labels maybe there's more to us than what people mm -hmm. you know want to identify as mm -hmm. and I talk about everything I talk about not just you know like race and background but I talk about like sexual identity about gender about mm -hmm. age about all of these identifying factors and I, I that idea of like that otherness mm -hmm. which I did I, I did you know kind of think that I was going to talk about is like this idea of like some of us don't belong and some of us mm -hmm. are others I realized that 
so many people feel that way. Yeah. yeah. And actually, in just different, you know, maybe it's maybe people judge you because of your age or your occupation or your or your gender or your mm-hmm. sexual preferences and you know, like who you like to pump. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm over. Oh, we're always judging him on who he pumps. No, right? no, no, I'm on a pumping hiatus. You know, you know, are you? Oh, oh I'm, I'm sad for I'm you. Too tired. And I'm sad for all the people that could be being oh, pumped by you. They well, want to be terrible. Pumped. You're too handsome <laughs> to not be pumping. Them. They might want to watch the flight attendant. <laughs> <laughs> a little salsa. A little pump, a little <laughs> beef or chicken. How far did you go up? What were you promoted to? Were you like a chief purser? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. look at you with the oh, you're all my, with the oh, lingo, oh, the chief yeah. purser. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I did do all of that stuff. I yeah. could imagine that. Mm-hmm. Did you did you ever get into the training? Because I would imagine that you'd be a good trainer. They tried to get me into the training <laughs> so often. You. Oh no. I mean, I'd love it. Like it was it was funny because in in training class, look, I never planned on being a comedian. You need to know this. This was never my plan. But I was always that funny girl. And so we'd be in training class, and I'd always be making people crack up. Sometimes my jokes were very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds familiar. I'm surprised, I wasn't, I'm surprised I wasn't fired for some of the shit that I said. And there was a training class. This is terrible. I shouldn't repeat this into a mic when I already regretted saying it the first time. But now it's too late. We're already there. We were doing first aid training. And they were, God, what am I doing? Okay, they were doing first aid training. And we were talking about how you have to announce uh, to, the, to the person that you're assisting, I'm a first aider, can I help you? Uh-huh. Right, before you assist them. And I said, well, what if the person's unconscious? And they said, well, if they're unconscious, it's implied consent. Implied. <laughs> and I was like, I know some, some, yeah, I know some, I know some. Uh, <laughs> implied consent. And I was it, like, it's, it's, it, I made a Bill Cosby joke. Listen, it was a long story. No, <laughs> it's, just, it's so funny. You know, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> Yes, there was a piece in the paper not so long ago. <laughs> Bear is like covering his eyes. Oh, He's like, she seems so nice. Bear. And then this happened. We were talking about salsa and then she took a left. So can I ask, because we'll move away from that because I was going to out someone and that could be libelous. <laughs> um, well, I was out of bill. Guess who don't sue? <laughs> oh, hiya. Um, when someone dies yes. on a plane, do you yes. just have to throw a blanket over them? Uh, you know what? Honestly, we never we never went that far, but it was you were supposed to actually. The truth is, is if if somebody dies, you're supposed to treat them as if they're alive because you are not trained to <laughs> announce life or death. So oh. even if you're like if you're giving CPR and this person is clearly dead, you still have to keep giving CPR. No, I just mean so. Say someone dies. So say I'm on the plane yeah. and I've died in the seat, <laughs> and you don't throw a blanket on me like a budgie. So do you just pretend to give me a gin and tonic then, just to keep everyone? <laughs> that's what I meant. A little for you, a little for my dead homies. Oh, too, too soon, too yeah. soon. I think you've had enough, sir. <laughs> oh, what happened? He was reeking of salsa. <laughs> Uh, how do you make your salsa? I'm very interested. Okay, so listen, I gotta say, I can't even take credit for the salsa. So I don't normally make salsa, mm-hmm. but there's this lovely fruit market near where I live, and I started talking to James, the lovely man that that uh, that works there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so every time I go in there, I, I I'm a big like I'm a big produce person. <laughs> really? Are you I real really, foods? That I, kind I of love thing? my fruit. I know. I do. I also like. I eat, like fruit. I eat junk food all the time, but right. I I can't survive without like a like a little you know mm. fresh fruit. Anyway. So I'm in this fruit market enough that I've been here for a week, but I've gone in there maybe five mm. times. Mm. And I saw these, um, these tortilla chips and I was like, ooh, do you have any, uh, any salsa here? And he goes, what do you mean, do we have salsa? And I was like, well, like, salsa, do you have salsa? And he's like, oh, honey, 
I make salsa. Oh. We don't. And I'm like, excuse me, Mr. Hoity Toity. So and this it, man was gay. I'm getting a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, possibly. Clearly. <laughs> possibly. Clearly. But then he, but then he went on. He's like, do you want me to show you? And I was like, yeah. So he got me all these ingredients. And, uh, and so then I went back and I was, uh, my flatmate and I, we were, I was making the salsa and he comes in and at this point he's like four Hennessy's deep and he's like, uh, but he's a really, really good cook. And he goes, can I give you a hand? I'm like, sure. And he grabs out soy sauce and I wanted to slap him, but I let him go ahead and he put soy sauce in there and all seasoning spice. And I'm like, what is happening? I put a can of tomatoes and then I chopped up onions, jalapenos and um, garlic. And then I had this moment, you know, I don't know, maybe he inspired me with the soy sauce mm. and I was like, okay, we can do anything we want. You know, let's not limit ourselves to James's recipe. And I put apricots in there, you guys. Oh, wow, that's honestly, very Moroccan. It was so good. I'm like right now, just I, I'm Salivation. Gonna, I ate so much <laughs> of the salsa. I feel like I it's, am going to have an ulcer from the acid. It's ironic it's, the guy that owns the fruit shop is fruit that sleeps with fruit that handles fruit. <laughs> I mean, that's fruit thrice. <laughs> That's a but commitment I, to being a fruit. I just wanted to <laughs> check some of the technical things here. Uh, where did he show you how to make this salsa? In he, the shop. He, he explained it to me in, in the, the shop. shop. And oh, I right. gathered the ingredients. I, I got that you went back to a flat vibe and I thought, God, you'd like a risk. No, don't, don't <laughs> judge the guests by your very low standards. <laughs> she was with a lovely homo who was trying to get her five a day and she went back with it. Did you not hear? He was four Hennessy's in. I've been paying attention. Thank you. What was the mixer? <laughs> Was that? Was, was there a mixer or was he just having them neat, the Hennessy? Oh, the, oh, he drinks his Hennessy neat. Oh. I was having rum and cokes. Cause, <clears throat> you know. In the shop. No, no, no. God, Where we've left the, the shop. The dementia's kicking in again. The shop is this, last this year. The shop's <laughs> JoJo. I'm confused. <laughs> Do you know where you are? Not really. <laughs> the shop has gone under because of the cost of living crisis. Oh. That's how old this anecdote is now. <laughs> the man is homeless and in recession. Oh, jeez. I mean, I like a laugh, but honestly, it's, it's too much, isn't it? That's Do wonderful. you discuss re recipes and hints and tips and things in the show? No, I don't. I really I should. Feel you should. I should do a whole show on it. I have so many good <laughs> tips and tricks. Like, okay, can I tell you a really Please good one do. that saved mm. some of these life ones? Yes. Oh, okay. Not the person on the plane that was dead. <laughs> no, not that dead guy. Um, <laughs> oh, we've he moved had on. it common. He wouldn't take his headsets off, I'm just oh, saying. You know, that's just that's terrible. <laughs> no, I, okay, so I, I, I told a, some friends of mine that, you know, um, when you cook spicy food, yeah? Mm. If you ever get, because I do this all, I've got very big eyes, things get into them a lot, right? Mm. So I get spice in my eyes all the time. Like I'll be sometimes like cutting a jalapeno and it'll like squirt Ooh. in my eye and you're like, oh God, this is not pleasant, right? But the best way to counter something spicy is a dairy product, right? Yep. So if you're ever eating very spicy food, you can eat yogurt with it. Drink milk. If you're ever got like a chili in your eye because you rubbed your eye after eating hot wings, you mm -hmm. can just dab a cloth and some milk and put it up against your eye. It instantly removes the pain. Oh, okay. So a friend of mine, Camille, calls me one day and she goes, Aaliyah, your dairy, <clears throat> dairy spice tricks saved me. And I was like, oh yeah, what happened? And she's like, well... I was with my boyfriend. Oh no. And we had made fajitas that night, right? <laughs> we have a theme. We have, a, we have like a fajita and salsa theme. So she's like, we made fajitas and I didn't realize because I chopped up these jalapenos and later on, after a few sangrias, we went oh. and she goes, and I went down on him and his dick was like on fire. And she's like, and I ran to the kitchen and I grabbed a pot of yogurt and dipped it in there. <laughs> 
saved his life. And I'm like, I am a champion. Like, I need to share oh these things. Oh, my God. A round of applause. Absolutely. <laughs> guys, honestly. Oh, oh, saving the world one cock at a time. <laughs> one cock Absolutely. at a time. What a fabulous solution. I just, oh. I'm out here doing my part. That's all I'm saying. If oh. anybody, you know, I want like a good Samaritan badge for this or something. <laughs> you know, it's like explain to people, like, what, what did you do? I saved a, I saved a dick. I saved yeah. a man's dick. God, that was on fire. like, Goop, you're Gwyneth Sight, but for an alternative lifestyle. <laughs> Fabulous. What time are you on and where am I, darling? I'm at the I'm at the Tron at 7.40 p.m. every night, except for the 15th. I have one day off. But oh, nice uh, 7.40 um, every night at the Tron. Uh, and come to my show. I'm so proud of it. I'm really excited to share it with people. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And the show is called, just for the listeners? The show is called Where You From From. And you are from this podcast to your show, bitch, <laughs> with hints and tips for saving genitalia. You got you, baby. Oh, my. Can we have a round of applause? Hey. Thank you for joining us. Thank you oh, so much. Oh, lovely to meet you, Ah, I know. Right. Oh, it's that time oh, again. We've got, we've got one left. We've got one left. I dealt with this on Saturday. Oh, have you already had to deal with I've her? I've had to deal with it. It was late. There's a surprise. Oh, I genuinely yeah. didn't know who was coming on. I went, I don't know who it is. All I heard was, it's Ken Dodd. <laughs> and then at the end, he went, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for your host, Julian Clary. So can we have <laughs> Patrick Monaghan? <laughs> oh, wearing sky blue. Come on. There we go. Oh, so long. Do you know the reason why I'm late? Do you know the reason why I'm late? Because I had my Could penis in a pot of yogurt <laughs> and I was like trying to wash it for about 10 minutes. Was it one of those Activia yogurts? Yeah, yeah, one of that Activia. And I just, you know, actually, to be honest, it was a mull of rice, so I had to wait to put the mix in. And I went through about 12 of them. I just thought, you know what, just keep doing At it. At least it wasn't the ones with the rice krispies. Yeah. Because you've got those all by yourself. Oh, don't God, they? It look like I've got monkey pox. Oh my God, it's everything. Everywhere. It is everywhere. Well, I don't have it. Yeah, I yeah, don't have it. Yeah, but you're not I, a gay bisexual man. Patrick's both. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 I think the last time I think the last time I saw you was in a tent in Aberdour or something. Oh, yeah, do you remember? It? Oh my goodness. Oh. That what? was in, um, yeah, or oh, the uh, Aber- Fife. Was it yes, uh, in, in Fife, Fife somewhere? Was it Aber- yeah, it was Aberdour Aber- Aber- Comedy Festival. Oh. Those are two words and it was that before, don't go together. Yeah, before we were coming up to the Edinburgh Festival, because that's what you need, don't you? If you you're not your show's not ready, what you need to do is put, come and do your last show in a field with a tent where it's not soundproofed, with 500 people who have been absolutely hammered. I don't they were yeah. drinking yeah. all day, and it'll and really they'll, give you confidence. Yeah, exactly. Show. Yeah. yeah, here's my show, and then they and they were just throwing chairs. And it was a good gig, though. It was. It was all right. From, apart from the violence. Yeah. And the, yeah. Yeah. the occasional stabbing. <laughs> that seems to follow you around. Yeah, exactly. Violence and the police. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I have never been in trouble with the police since I did a gig with this man on the train, right, with Bruce. And Which? ever since then, I constantly the police. Which wasn't my fault. No, it wasn't your fault at all. <laughs> that really was. All no. joking aside, and I've discussed this previously. So long short, I was yeah. doing a promo gig on a train, and it's all to do with a dwarf, and I'm going to say that, and I stand by <laughs> that, who's a nasty woman. And there was, a, there was a lawyer, and there was a group of law students, and everything, it was advertised, this is a yep. promo thing for yep. our festival, right? Yep. If you don't want to be in here, go to the other bar car. Right? So anyway, I got up, whatever, was speaking to these law students, 
students and their law professor. All I'd say to one was, oh, thank goodness, I'm not the only other Jesse here. and I'm normally <laughs> the only fag on tour. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And um, they tried to do me for... Um, aggravated and sustained homophobic abuse under a Section 5 public order. But in England, because they knew if they did that in Scotland, that would be thrown out because right, yeah. they were trying to say it was a breach of the peace. But I had to go to Carlisle. I had to be fingerprinted. No. I, had to, I had to have a lawyer, seriously. Madness. And the guy went like that to me and went, right, I'm not being funny. And I thought, have you ever? And he went like that, I've never heard of you. And I went, well, bitch, I've never heard of you. Hurry up. But the funny thing was, that was a whole hour because he went, do you play Sabutio with yourself? Is that something you said? And I said, what? football. No, I said, I did ask a woman if she flicked her own bean. Oh. So oh. if you're getting that wrong. But then we all made friends and they drove us to Marks and Spencer's and me yeah. and Julianne got uh, loads of rosé wine because we're very straight acting. Yeah. <laughs> and then went to a fringe launch. But that was horrendous. Do you, and do you know what? And do you know what? The police called me in. So I had to go in uh, when I was, I went back down to London and um, then I had to go to King's Cross police station. I didn't even know there was a police station there and the woman uh, the police lady uh, interviewed me all about this exactly what you're doing she was actually really nice and uh, when I was chatting to her she was really interested in the comedy and I was telling her about uh, you and she was going this is absolutely mental so hang on he's uh, he's gay and I said yeah yeah so so what's the problem and I was going yeah yeah exactly he's not being home how could he be homophobic he's doing that and then I was telling her all about what happened and then she went Oh, he's, he, he sounds really funny. I'll have to go watch him. I said, yeah, yeah, exactly. I said, he's good. I said, it was It's a shame she couldn't make it today, but you know, before the end of the month. Building your but audience. Just a huge waste of time because someone yeah. that didn't like me thought, no, go and do that. Because the interesting thing was, I got a glowing report for that show yeah. the next good day, you. and then two weeks later, staff had changed their stories. So Ooh. I'm not necessarily oh. sure, well, I do know what had gone on, but we'll leave it there. It was a long time ago. But you just kind of think, God, yeah. I was only going to my work. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't that because when, when the police got in touch with me, she went, you're being accused of being homophobic. And I went, oh, bitch, please. <laughs> I'm really tired. This is ridiculous. Really, yeah. But if you think, because John Hastings was interviewed, you were interviewed. Right, yeah. It was just such a huge waste of time. It's surreal, oh. though, isn't it? You When you're in a situation like that, just going, has everybody lost their yeah, minds? What it, are we actually you, doing it's here? A, yeah. I have to say, it was in the run-up to my 40th birthday, and I was really, really stressed about it. Really stressed. Because although I knew I hadn't done anything wrong, you know, my mum's 82. She doesn't need to hear her homosexual son <laughs> that she barely tolerates as being homophobic to other people. You know, she brought me up to be a nice girl. Yeah. Anyway, Patrick, it your was, show. Listen, listen, I, on, on behalf of Bruce, it, there was nothing wrong with that. It was very good homophobic. I mean, the racist stuff, the sexist <laughs> stuff, that was terrible. What can you do? <laughs> what can you do? Could you say I'm joking again just yeah, for the listeners? Just, sorry, <laughs> joking again. That, that's fine. I'll see you at King's Cross Police Actually, Station. Actually, sorry. Just I'm at King's Cross for um, different reasons. Reasons. Talking of joking, so these are my soon to, my soon to be son in law's parents. Oh, brilliant! Gareth Much's mum and dad. Yeah. Now yeah. Rob has a little tourist story about you that I'm going to pre- that you were doing a gig at some point somewhere um, in the TV ad, and you had something about the uh, the posh people feed their horses cornettos. Do you remember oh, that? Wow. The dogs. Oh, pet dogs. Yeah. The dogs, cornettos. Wow. I, uh, that is yours. I can't even remember the whole thing. But yeah. Oh. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
So Sorry, yes, are you with Welsh? Yes. yes. Oh my God. Yes. Interlopers. It's all happening. Yeah, we're all here. Yes. So yes. You, I think you go to the audience and he'd already primed her. And yeah. Then she well, gave you the answer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So I can't even. I was. I can't remember the wow, joke. Wow. But I, I can't remember it. the joke. But I remember it was like because they're so posh, aren't they? Where they were, and it was. Yeah. Can you remember it? It was something about when because it was a true story I'd seen in the park. Going, and it was about where, um, yeah, when, they, uh, when your dog was thirsty or whatever in the hot uh, weather and they said, oh, I'll normally give it whatever, you know, you'll give it like a, put some ice cubes in the water and the posh people would just bring out cornettos or whatever. And I've seen some people bringing out like magnums. Here's a magnum gold for the dog or whatever like that. Not realising dogs can't have chocolate, but yeah. Wow, well done. Mm-hmm. I need you to come and do my show for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I do the jokes. Show. Oh, I'm at uh, Just the Tonic, eight o'clock in uh, just up the road on the Cowgate. So like every like, so I, I've been at Gilded for years, yeah, like yeah, you yeah. guys. And then this year we're at the Tonic. I love it on the Cowgate. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? It's I, such a good atmosphere down yeah. there. I mean, when the Gilded was down there, it was a different beast again. Oh, but well, I did. Do you remember we? I I've done that caves. This is how long, how old I am. We're talking about. I'm, I was here, I remember doing this festival when this was all just fields. I was here back in the 50s. And it was like, I remember doing Cowgate. You were the farmer. Yeah, I was the farmer. It was literally just me. It was just me. Farmer Miriam. (laughs) Me, one farmer, three pots of yogurt, two dogs and a a Capri's Cornetto. That was was what, then were the good days of the festival. Ruined now by commercialization, didn't it? How many festivals have you done? God, I've done loads. I, well, I, I first came up because I didn't even know uh, what the festival was. I, when I started in the, in two thousands, and literally just done a couple of gigs, and 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 I was down south. I was in London, and everyone kept going. Um, are you going up to Edinburgh? I said, well, what's happening in Edinburgh? I never, I, I was like, what? what? No, why were you going to Edinburgh for? It was someone having a party. What's happening? And everyone got, oh, no, there's stuff. And nobody explained it. They just went, oh, we just go to Edinburgh. So I didn't know what Edinburgh, and I couldn't, of course, I couldn't afford to pay for a train to mm-hmm. come to Edinburgh. Everyone went to come up to Edinburgh in August. So I just got loads of gigs because I was in London then. I thought, there's no comics. There's about a million gigs, but there's no comics. And then I didn't realise up here, there's a million yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, where yeah, all yeah. the comics are. So the following year, 2001, I came up and it was uh, a competition. Um, I don't, they don't do anymore. Do you remember the te- Daily Telegraph? Do you remember the te- Oh, the yes. Telegraph. The, uh, yeah, the, and the ITV oh. one. Sure, there was, um, I came in on the, oh, on yeah. the mic or something. Oh, what was uh, Take the, the mic. mic? That was it. Take, yeah. take, take the, the Mic the was mic. the ITV one and then, and then the Daily Telegraph. Oh, Karen Cockfield one, Take yes. the Mic. Yes. And Where is she now? Karen, do you remember Karen? Well, John Scott, asking, John really? Scott won it one year as well. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Yes, nice. and John, John yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Khan? Yeah, what she was lovely. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. I, do you know what? I think I might have bumped into her about 10 years ago, uh, again, back probably near where the caves were. Oh. But I, I think, uh, she's lovely, Karen. I don't know if you've ever seen Yeah. Oh, was she? Who, Khan Corkfield? Yeah, when you yeah, won it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was fifteen thousand pounds or something, wasn't it? it was the, uh, show me the funny was um, so. What they did was it was this was everyone was going, oh my god, it's great! You get the DVD, you get a hundred grand or whatever, you get all this thing, but it was all tied in. So basically, what would happen is you get the money, but the um, but the problem was the DVD was part of that deal where they'd take all that, so they'd take the royalty. Not that I'm, but I mean, I would have done it anyway for a grand, or I would have done it for five hundred quid. It was just a, it was a a laugh, wasn't it? Mm. Good exposure, and you'd you just get to go to different places. And it was so funny because on that show, I mean, look, 
you two, these two here, you'd have, you'd have a right laugh. On that show, this is what it, they went like this time. We're going to give you, we're going to take you to six tough gigs. Yeah. These were the challenges. One of them was like um, playing to nurses. One was like at schools, whatever. One was the army. And I thought, we've done worse gigs. Yeah. Yeah, one was rugby. Go and do a gig on a Friday night in Glasgow Jonglers. That would have been exactly. rough. Exactly. Wouldn't it? The, these mm. gigs, they were all like, yes. these yeah. gigs that we did were actually quite nice. They had a couple of drinks each. They're only allowed to have two drinks. And everyone was... It's a CSE was, gig, that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they're so well behaved because there's cameras on them. So they're not going to start... But that's the thing, because Glasgow Jonglers was notoriously rough. And I did tell you on Christmas, some guy tried to finger me. Like, seriously. <laughs> We were standing, honestly, no, 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 I was standing, waiting for the interval, right? The next thing, I felt a hand come down, and then I was digitally probed, and I just turned around and I said, whoever that is, I'm about to pick up a glass and slam it into your face, and he went, oh, I thought because you were gay, it was okay. What? I went, do you know what? Off and um, I'm yeah seriously. Because well, uh, I remember with if the you want to stand up, I can recreate. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. That's awful. Yeah. Because I remember speaking to Joe Caulfield about it, mm. and she went, "My God, if that was a woman, the police would oh, have been yeah, called." Yeah, of course, the last yeah. thing I wanted to do was be in there yeah, yeah. longer than I was being paid. No, yeah. It was a hell. The money was good for a reason. Because yeah. it genuinely was danger money, yeah, yeah, yeah. particularly with those Christmas gigs. There was a reason you were paid six hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, I re- do you remember them Christmas gigs? Look, uh, the rest of the year, some of them gigs weren't so bad, but at Christmas time, and again, yeah. we've all done. You've probably seen them. It was I carnage. Yeah, I've never seen amazing. Like you know, you get to see like these acts, people who've been going who are bulletproof. We call them bulletproof on the set. You know, like your Jeff Innocence or your uh, Mike Guns uh, uh, Mike yeah. Gunn, and it was the other guy, Christian Riley, with a the guitar. They're bullet proof whenever it happens and at Christmas it was hilarious I've never seen anything like it where there's massive 400 people you couldn't even see right to the back of the room and the people aren't even facing the right way. They're, you're walking in, they're throwing potatoes Bread, at yeah. each other's, and you bring it, and then each of these hacks comes on. Just you might as well stand at a bus stop and do your set. You go, I'm getting more of a reaction that, here. That was the thing that you would go on, yeah. and they would like kind of be dying in the front oh. row, like genuinely choking on their own vomit and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And it really was just it was it was howling and pissing in oh. the wind. Patrick, we have barely even covered your show. Where are you on again? So Tell I the people. Am, I am at uh, just the tonic up the road eight o'clock eight Eight o'clock what's it called what's it called Uh, and it's called classy so classy 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 with a y not with an ecstasy tablet yeah right (laughs) (laughs) i hope we're shut down by the police (laughs) (laughs) patrick thank you for joining us a pleasure as always mr patrick monaghan well there we go well that's us for another day I'll see you tomorrow. I will see you tomorrow. Yes. Well, 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 fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Thank you so much. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acast and Befeda. 
Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skide af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.